From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. We are presented by... The FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Visit fau.edu slash MBA Sport. Like every competent radio show in the United States, we need an hour. An hour with a name. Power Hour... Cocktail hour on the home team. Power hour on Barton Hahn. Well, we have the lunch hour. And you also need a special glitzy sound effect. And, of course, we have that for you because we're a competent radio show. Here is the grown woman eating a sloppy joe with her mouth open as we welcome you in to the lunch hour. Here on Ken LaVica Live, Stone Lebanowitz Friday Night Lights. I am Ken LaVica. There was a saliva e swallow there from... Our grown woman eating the sloppy Joe. NFL draft, Vegas, Bellagio. I've never stayed at the Bellagio. Seen the Bellagio, never stayed at the Bellagio. I've been to Vegas, hung out three, four times uh, in Vegas. Uh, but I stayed at the um, at the Mirage mm. last time I was there. Very, very nice. It was good. It was good. I like I like walking through the Venetian. I like the the gondolas. I like the I like the whole scene. It was right after they finished remodeling it and it's good like i like it I, I i truly like it i don't have enough money to like go full bore sweet level vegas stay any of that stuff but i at least want to stay on the strip you know i don't want to be at a best western three blocks away and say oh, i visited vegas okay well that leads me to my experience oh, here we go <laughs> this should be good <laughs> yeah. college college stone going to vegas yeah absolutely not exactly on the strip you were staying out in the desert somewhere no so we stayed downtown at the queens and i think it was less than 100 bucks a night and we thought that was a steal and it was full of all 90 year olds but it, it did the job because we were probably in there for the whole weekend like three hours I was gonna say now that's a good point because if if like if you're old like me, you need a room. Because I'm I'm cashing out at like <laughs> eleven, right? But you're you're going probably till the sun comes. The up. very first night we so were there, yeah, the sun did. You're come just up. there. You're taking naps in that place, and then you're out. Oh, there's some speedy naps. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so, yeah, yeah. so I was a senior, and we had just finished that last football season. We I, well, I was I, I'm lying. I was a junior. We had finished. That junior season, I was going to be a senior, and usually we get let home in December to go mm-hmm. home for Christmas break, mm-hmm. right? Well, I had a master plan, right? The NFL playoffs were coming up. March uh, Madness was in the works, so a lot of college basketball was picking up. And I had told one of my wide receivers, I'm like, hey, let's take these scholarships check and uh, put them in the drawer. Let's stack two of the checks up, and then we'll go to Vegas. And the kid was no doubt about it. So he was really excited, and we ended up doing that. right? So we ended up going to Vegas with $2,000 each. All right. Parents knew where we were uh-huh. for the most part. We took off for four days, spent four days, and we're throwing it around like we didn't know where it came from. It was a really good time. Um, ended up. What does that mean? We throwing it around and we don't know where it came from. What does that mean? Like we like we've never had that money in our hands before. Oh, Usually that it. money was for you know I need to go home buy Christmas right. presents. Oh, you just you had stockpiled cash. We had stockpiled yeah, cash, all right, all right. and we went and used it correctly. How long did it take you to blow through all that? Well, the first day was we slashed it in half on the first day <sighs> on on the new year, on the new year's eve bowl games and, and that wasn't that that didn't Stone. really work out well. Hey, but we climbed right back up. We ended up leaving with over like $500 each. It was a great great four-day stretch for us. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. Five you 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 left with over $500 each. each. You came with 4,000 combined and you left with like 1100. Mhm. That's great. Yeah. No doubt. No doubt. All right. All right. You know more than me. I'm not a gambler. So. No doubt it is great. When All you right. dig yourself a hole, 
it is great. To so come you out rallied a little bit. Well, we rallied. All right, phenomenal. As as 20, 22, 21 year old kids, we rallied for sure. So where did you stay? Like a day's in? We stayed at the Queens. Oh, the Queens. <laughs> I, I had the told, queens. I had told Dean. I'm like, what was it, 55 a night? Oh, yeah, it was 55 like, bucks a night? Yeah, it was like 78 or like 86 yeah. a night. You're, you're wondering you're, why they're so cheap. Your but room smells like cigarettes and there's stains <laughs> all over the floor. And, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I had yeah, told yeah. I have told this story to Josh and Dean before, and I was really gassing it up. You know, I've been to Vegas, man, because, mm-hmm. I mean, they've been plenty of times, and, mm-hmm. and I told them that I stayed at the Queens. I've never seen two grown men laugh at me as hard yeah. as they did yeah. and just thrash me for the next hour. Yeah, I know. I don't, I don't blame him. I don't blame him. No, I could see Dean. I could see Dean, like, for a night <laughs> hanging out at the Queens just in case. Just in case. But, yeah, yeah that's the Vegas experience. I almost think, like, there are two different types of Vegas experiences depending on, on what your preference level is, right? There's the glitzy Vegas experience where you go to the $500 dinner, you go to the the, the show, uh, you hit the craps tables at Caesars, all that stuff, right? Or there's the grimy, gritty, sin Vegas experience <laughs> that you tried to have where you go to the rundown hotel that's filled with prostitutes and you go, you nap, you're on one hour of sleep, yes. and you're just throwing your cash away at the sports book. There's two different types of Vegas, and you decided to experience the latter. And you know what? I can't kill you for it. You cannot. You said there's two. I really think there's like 12. That probably is different paths, and there's mixing and matching. But you took like the lower-end grimy Vegas approach. Yeah, and we really put a lot of time <laughs> We put a lot of time into our outfits oh, and everything. Man. We thought we were doing it big, and, and we really weren't. Wait, but you put time in it. Wait, what are we talking about here? What what was the outfit preference? Like button-up with a cowboy hat. Oh, My God. boy brought his Jesus boots. Christ. We were out there looking dapper, dapper Dan. Throwing it around in the book. <laughs> Throwing it around in the book. You were a fool. I mean, you were such a complete clown. Oh, that is funny, man. Everyone's been at least once, though. I don't know when I'll go back, but that was my one time going to Vegas. I feel like, you know, at my age, not a lot of kids get to experience it, so I had to. Here's my problem is I'd love to just throw it down in Vegas. I'd love to live the club lifestyle, but I'm also 37, and I didn't really get to Vegas to stay in Vegas, to party in Vegas until I was in my early 30s, like truly. And so I already missed that boat. Yeah. I can't do it anymore. I have no desire to do it. I don't want to be around gobs of people. I just don't. It has nothing to do with COVID. I did not want to be around large groups of people before COVID. What broke me, I think, was a trip I made to Key West in my late 20s, like 28, 29 years old. What broke me? And we went to, what's the, the place that has like the slushy alcohol? Fat Tuesdays. Yes. And it was filled with 21, 22, 23-year-old girls, and I felt like my brain was about to explode. The conversations, the high-pitched voices, the, the selfies. The phones, I the, was going to say. All of that stuff. I was like, I don't want to be a part of this crowd anymore. The dance moves you've never seen before. I, I just, yeah, I was like, I don't want to do, but it, it wasn't until that point, and that was the moment I knew I was washed, is... Being around college-age girls drove me to, like, see red. I didn't want to do it anymore. Nothing of that appealed to me. And I feel like that's a generational, um, a generational moment when you know that the generation below me is taken over and I need to flee. 
I need to get out. So going to Vegas now, I have no desire to go to a club until 3 in the morning. I don't want to do that. I don't want to go to a pool party. When I went to Vegas last time, walking from lunch, this was on a Saturday, like 1.45, and there's a college-age girl outside of the, the Venetian puking in the bushes at one at 145. Like, come on. I mean, it, it is a generational thing. It I, I don't gen- want to be around that. So I'd rather just go to Vegas and have a nice dinner. I'll throw cash around at dinner. That's fine. And I'll even go and see a comedy show or go and see one of the shows. But I handle Vegas like an adult now, like an old adult now. I can't handle Vegas like a kid anymore. Whereas you, you're in the Vegas kid cycle oh, yeah. still. You could go and throw it down till 6 a.m. and you wouldn't think anything of it. I can't do that. My body can't handle My brain, mentally, I can't handle that. Now, I told Dean and Josh where I went to dinner. Could you could you give a guess? Now, I thought this was glitz and glamour. I thought we were oh, living no. it big. And we uh, spent a lot of money, but when I mentioned where we had what, gone five to dinner guys? at Caesars, it was, uh, it, it, was, it was the Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> 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 That, the Cheesecake Factory is not what I was talking about where I'm willing to throw cash around at dinner. So you mean to tell me you went to Caesars and instead of the 500, the 500 great, renowned, world-renowned restaurants in Vegas, you plopped down at a Cheesecake Factory and started ordering the half, half, half the 900-page menu. Oh, yeah. We definitely ordered How much did you spend menu. at Cheesecake Factory? A lot, a lot. I think... Uh, <laughs> Like, you could have done that at Sawgrass. And, well, well, we we had bet we had whatever we won with the bet. Mills, man. It was Stephen Wonderboy Thompson. He won us a big ticket, so we're like, let's blow it, man. Let's go out and get some big dinner. And we were in the Caesars, and we were like, whoa, there's a cheesecake factory. <laughs> and we went and spent a a, a, a nice number. At, you could have gone to Boca Town Center and done that <laughs> once you got back from Vegas. He, and... the person I was with, was from the state of Illinois, so he's never seen one. Didn't know what it was, so I was gassing it up myself. Like, uh, hey man, he like, was from downstate Illinois. Oh, they yeah. don't have cheesecake factories downstate Illinois. Where I mm-hmm. grew up in the Chicago area, they're on every corner. It's like a Starbucks. There's a cheesecake factory there. Okay, wow, that is funny, man. See, but what you did is you fell into the the farm boy trap. Like, I'm sure that trip to Vegas was the most legit thing he's ever done, and he saw a glitzy cheesecake factory, and he he, he had a stroke. He's just like, what is that? Look at the size of that menu. That's how ballers eat. Like that's exactly what his mind went to. I know because exactly I've right. been around farm boys. I know it. I know how they work. That's funny. That is great. So Vegas hosting the draft that presents an interesting dichotomy, though. When you go to Vegas, when you go to Vegas, how do you handle it? How do you handle a Vegas trip? Do you hang until like six a.m.? Do you throw cash around at the clubs? Are you like me? You still want to hit like an eleven o'clock bedtime, but you want to go just. Eat your way through Vegas. How do you attack Vegas? And I think there's certainly a generational gap to this. Now, Josh Cohen defies this because Josh is in his 40s, his late 40s at this point. And he traverses Vegas like he's 25. He's going to the pool parties. He's got the the casinos who know who he is. He's getting the credits, all that stuff. Probably a spray spray tan uh, uh, before his trip. He's wearing the pink sport coat. He's standing out. He's flashy. He's doing that Vegas life. That's like mid-20s with money, what Josh does in his late 40s. Me, 
I'm doing it like a 65-year-old. I want the big omelet at breakfast, okay? Oh, yeah. I want to maybe take the bus out to the rock formations and hike. I'll come back. I'll do a $300 dinner, not at Cheesecake Factory. Maybe we'll see if we can do a show if it's not $1,000 to go see Celine Dion or something. And then I'm tucked tucked away at 1130, all right? Maybe we'll go shopping at Caesars the next day. But I'm not doing clubs. I'm not doing that. I refuse to do that. I'm not going to go to the fight. I don't want to be around people. The pool party? No way. It's not happening. How do you approach Vegas? What is a typical Vegas trip for you like? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. On Twitter, at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776. What is your typical Vegas trip? What is your path because you can take the baller path but also be the young baller or you can take the old baller path like me or you can take the grimy scumbag just throw your money around college approach like stone does how do you attack vegas 888-760-3776 888-760-3776 my god the cheesecake factory i did not see that coming at all uh what you better see coming is the heat down here in South Florida. It is hot, it is gross, it is sticky, it is summer. Not by the calendar, but by uh, where we are in the seasons. There are two seasons here in South Florida. There's comfortable and there's unbearably hot. We have reached the border and we have passed into unbearably hot. So you need to know that your AC is good. You need to know that it's going to work full bore. It's going 24-7 mode like Stone did in Vegas. It is on. Your AC's got to be functioning. So maybe it needs servicing. Don't wait any longer. If your AC needs servicing, you got to call EDS. EDS is yes. EDS air conditioning. Get a hold of them now before there's a bigger problem. For those of you that are on the verge of a bigger problem and needed a full replacement, I mean today. I'm telling you today, if you're hearing clicking, if the air is taking a long time to trigger, if you're not feeling cold air coming from your AC, the time is now to replace it. EDS is yes. EDS air conditioning. They're a train comfort specialist. It's hard to stop a train. They service all the South Florida and Stone. I'm telling you, I have seen their trucks all over the road the last month because people are getting the message. They're getting the message that, oh, I better act on this. I put this off. I don't want to be in a bad spot once it really gets hot. Well, it's really hot now. EDS Air Conditioning. EDS is yes. They revolve appointment schedules around you and your time. It's what sets them apart. EDSAirConditioning.com. Get your appointment set. That's EDSAirConditioning.com. EDS Air Conditioning. EDS is yes. How do you attack a Vegas trip? Do you ball out? Do you hit the clubs? Do you stay in the grimy hotel and throw money at the sports books? I'm curious because there's a lot of approaches. Stones is hilarious. Stay at a rundown, terrible hotel for $55 a night. Stay out till 6 a.m. Blow your money at the sports books and spend a lot of money at the Cheesecake Factory. How do you handle Vegas? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. He's Stone Labanowitz, Friday Night Lights. I'm Ken Levicka. I'm live at ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Ah, the draft. I'm also curious, too, what is the most you've ever spent in a single visit at the Cheesecake Factory? How much did you end up spending in Vegas? Again, your big meal in Vegas was at Caesars, but not at one of their five-star restaurants. Michelin-rated nope. restaurants. No. 
It was the Cheesecake Factory. Ooh How much did you spend at Cheesecake Factory? Like total, like six, like like six twenty-five. And I remember, <laughs> I remember having to bust out the calculator for, oh, and like God. call in my mom. Like, what do we tip him? Like, oh God, what do we tip the waiter? You called here? your mom to get advice on the tip. Well, we're doing like, well, we've never seen that number before. It was like six twenty-nine or something, and we're just doing the calculator. <laughs> we've never seen that number before. <laughs> but we ate though. What is the mo and it was two of you. It was two you of us. You spent six hundred and thirty dollars. For two of you at the Cheesecake Factory. It was all house money, though. That it what was is house the, money. What is the most that you have ever spent in a single sitting at the Cheesecake Factory? Stone spent $630 with his farm boy college buddy at the Caesars Cheesecake Factory. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Tweeted us at KLV1063. What is the most you've ever spent... At the Cheesecake Factory. You calling your mom oh, yeah. to get advice on the tip actually is the complete cherry on top to this. It was a number so big on the bill. <laughs> something you've never seen before. It was like, did they already put it, it in there? It blew your mind so much that you needed it outside help from your parents to, to understand what to tip. That's incredible. I will say half of the ticket, though, was drinks. Like that—that that was what would really Still, hit us. That's what sideswipe. You could have gone anywhere else. You decided to not only order all that food with a menu that's 17 pages long. It's the largest menu of any restaurant in the world. But you also chose to try and get drunk there as well. Couldn't <laughs> you have gone to one of the slick ass bars that are at Caesars? You're talking about one of the premier visiting destinations in the most visited city in the world, and you chose to do everything in one fell swoop at the Cheesecake Factory again. You could have gone to Boca Town Center and done the same thing. Well, you drink for free there as long as you're gambling. So we really, really never sat at a bar because it's just drink on drink on drink. You just gotta throw them some chips. <laughs> Throw him a couple of dollar bills. You are the weirdest person I've ever met in my entire life. You are different from any other human being I've ever been around. Leo is in Riviera Beach. Leo's on Ken Levick Alive. What's up, Leo? Hey guys, thanks for taking my call. Yeah, Vegas is Vegas is an experience. I didn't quite I don't quite do it like Stone, but I basically spend my time at Vegas in between the sports bar, the sports book, uh -huh. the craps table. At any at any of the casino, I try to go to different casinos like Casino Hop to play craps because sometimes they have slightly different rules at different casinos. Right, and then uh, basically trying to uh, not be sober at any point in time. Yeah, at, while I'm in Vegas, that's the thing you've so, got to keep. You've got to keep a consistent buzz. You don't want to get too sloppy. Oh yeah, but you want to be consistently buzzed throughout the entire time. Most definitely, and then one quick tip that I can suggest to everybody if they're out there is get to either get the bus ticket if they're on the strip because you can get the 24-hour bus ticket so you don't have to drive anywhere, you don't have to call any Ubers. Sure. And, and you can save money that way. And, uh, and, and for Stone, so you can save some money on drinks, you'll go to Fat Tuesdays and get like the souvenir cup. That you could get the refill. Oh, yeah, they no. Fat Tuesdays right by Paris, Paris, I think. <laughs> they have, yeah, they, if Leo, he's going to party like that, Leo, he might as well just hit the Fat Tuesdays. You're exactly right. It's right across from uh, the Mirage. There was a Fat Tuesdays in Caesars with the reusable cups for 25 bucks, <laughs> and you're damn right we purchased them on our way out uh, from the Cheesecake Factory. Actually, I swear. We should see how many Fat Tuesdays are on the strip. It's got to be a good amount. Yeah. 
Yeah. Let's see here. Let's see real quick. And what I want to do too, how much do you think Ubers oh. or Lyfts are going for oh, in Vegas probably this Probably a mile and a half, you're spending 40 bucks. <laughs> you're probably right. It's like a flat rate. Uh, it looks like at, at, at what I'm looking at here initially, there are, there are oh my God, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Ten that I'm counting already. Ten Fat Tuesdays. Ten Fat Tuesdays that are on the strip. Ten. Ten that are on the strip or within a block. It's genius. So you can just bop from, from one Fat Tuesdays to the other with your refillable cup. And you don't have to run into the annoying college girls who want to take selfies and dance. Just get in and bounce. Just get in and get out and mm. walk the strip. That's You're vet, exactly right. That's veteran stuff. That absolutely is. Actually, let me uh, let me pull up the Uber here. Let me see if I can uh, let me pull up the Uber app because now I'm curious how much an Uber is going to cost. Not Uber Eats, but actually Uber here. Uh, how much it's going to cost to uh, to do this? So uh, from let's say Caesars, right? Yeah, Caesars in Vegas. Okay. Caesars, Las Vegas, not Little Caesars Pizza. There we go. And where am I going to? Caesars Palace to uh, MGM Grand. Let's just do that. MGM. Not too far. Yeah, not too far. MGM Grand. Uh, let's see. Three, four minutes away. A four-minute ride on Uber is twenty-seven dollars. Oh, I was gonna say it. The, wow, the thirty-dollar bill. <laughs> To some place you can jog six minutes to. Oh, God. That's that's the Vegas I know and love. That is the Vegas that I know and love. Ken LeVick alive here on ESPN 106.3. Don't forget about our podcast. It is free wherever you get your podcasts. You can get it right to your phone. Subscribe to it. It gets delivered to you. Ah, the wonders of modern technology. The Ken LeVick alive podcast. Again, wherever you get your podcasts, the conclusion of every day's show. Reminder that I am going to be hosting 6 to 8 tonight, our NFL Draft kickoff show from PBKC. It is part of their NFL Draft party. Doors open at 5 at 6 o'clock. Myself, Pierre Garcon, get going until 8 o'clock, leading you right up into the draft. Then you get a personal forum, intimate, not cuddling, but an intimate setting where it's myself and Pierre Garcon, Pierre talking about his NFL days, talking about what it's like this time of year, discussing what it's like to play with Peyton Manning, being the NFL's leading receiver in 2013. We tell stories, we hang out with you for an additional hour after we're off the air, and $30 at the door, and you get some of the awesome, I mean the ridiculous all-you-can-eat buffet, all-you-can-eat buffet for 30 bucks, and you get to hang out with Pierre Garcon and watch the draft with us and hang tonight at PBKC. Why wouldn't you do it? So pbkc.com, check it out, get the information, and come see us tonight at PBKC. As a Dolphins fan, once I get home after this, I don't think I'm hanging in the entire first round. I think that Dolphins fans deserve to reward themselves by taking the night off, or at least a portion of the night off from the draft, because the front office has already done that work, right? Yeah. They already went and got Cheetah. Cheetah. And now it's time for the trolls to stay out, though. We'll let them stay out and make sure that the Jets screw it up, that Bill Belichick falls asleep, that the Bills do nothing this draft. That's what we're hoping. I mean, I'm paying attention. I'm paying attention to what the Jets do to see if they butcher this whole thing. Right, I want to see where Evan Neal goes, Okeechobee. I want to see where Kyir Elam goes, Benjamin. Uh, obviously, our good friend Ab Elam, that's his son, uh, the, uh, the the cousin of or the nephew of of Matt Elam. So, like, I want to see this stuff. But 
you don't have to take in the whole thing. The Dolphins aren't picking tonight. They already did their damage. They got the best tackle in the draft. Okay? They got the best wide receiver available in the offseason, in my opinion. The fastest guy, arguably, in-game in the NFL. Job's done. Job's done. Okay? So, Dolphins fans, you don't have to do this. You don't have to do the full night. You can tune in to ESPN 106.3 periodically. Here, our boy Mike Tannenbaum. You can do that periodically. But Dolphins fans, I'm curious. What is your number one overall pick tonight in things you're going to do other than watch the draft? Take some of the night off. And for me, once I get home from PBKC, Ozark. Ozark's back, baby. What if, what if Philadelphia and Toronto are tied? Then what? I'll give that some love. Okay. I'll absolutely give that some love. Got to. But my number one pick, I'm not saying it's not going to happen. Oh, that's right. But my number one pick, mm. my priority tonight with the Dolphins not picking in the first round, because again, Chris, Rear did, Chris Greer did that work. My number one overall pick and things I'm going to do other than watch the draft tonight is lock back into Ozark. New season. Netflix. Was the Chris Greer quote real? I don't know if you saw it about Tyreek Hill. What he's going to do? Uh, yes. He's just going to watch Tyreek Hill highlights? I thought it was real. I'm not real. sure. I think, it's, I think it's probably real. Yeah, they asked him you know, what he was going to do in the draft because they're not picking until 102. And he said, eh, I'll probably watch Tyreek Hill highlights until yeah. then. Yeah. I yeah. mean, what an answer. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. By the way, some sad news coming down. Breaking news presented by St. Lucie Battery and Tire. Former Canes wide receiver Sam Bruce has passed away. Uh, so Sam Bruce has has passed away. Obviously, our thoughts are with the Canes family, his family. That is extremely, extremely shocking, in fact. Uh, that is obviously, that's Isaac Bruce's... Uh, Probably nephew. Nephew, I believe. I, I actually sat next to Sam Bruce's mother on a flight several years ago. Uh, and it uh, was talking about the recruiting process and everything that was going into that. So this is obviously shocking. It's extremely sad. Uh, that's a great family. The Bruce family, is uh, they're great people. So we're obviously thinking about them. The loss, someone gone way, way too soon. Uh, but Sam Bruce, multiple reports now, and it's been confirmed, has, uh, has passed away. When you think high school football in the 954 and the 305, 90% of people... The first name that comes to their head is Sam Bruce. Sam Bruce was a star. He, he was the pioneer of like the social media mm-hmm. like takeoff as mm-hmm. far as athletes in South Florida and how much talent they actually had, the speed, the quickness, the confidence, the dog mentality. Sam Bruce really represents all of that. Wow, gone way too soon. Yeah, that is really, really, really sad. Um, so I wanted to make sure that that was put out there. Um, but I, as a Dolphins fan, you don't have to lock in. You don't have to lock in tonight. That's the best part. So Ozark is where I'm going. That's my priority. And then if it's close, Sixers-Raptors, or if the Sixers are losing, then yeah, I'm going to pop in. I'm going to pop in, show my face, and make sure that I'm at least, uh, I'm at least taking that, that scene in in Toronto. Now, you, I don't see you pulling yourself away from the draft, but Stone Lebanowitz, you you're constantly on the move. What's your number one overall pick of things that you're going to do other than watch the draft as a Dolphins guy tonight? I think my number one pick would be to watch this Philadelphia-Toronto game because of kind of what Doc Rivers said the other day, and, and he went after the media. How about y'all? Y'all didn't congratulate me when I took this team here and this team. Like, his quote was outrageous to me. So I think there's a lot riding on this game. 
the storylines, but can you know I'm going to be flipping back and forth. I'm not turning off this draft. I will probably hang in here for the entire first round. Now I can't commit to two, three, and four, Yeah, but I will for some early Dolphins picks, but I'm so interested in see what Aaron Rodgers gets, what Patty gets, if they fill the holes, and there's so many storylines that are going to build as it goes. We haven't, we've mentioned there's no buzz going on right now, but there's enough there's enough going, Earn. Dolphin, so, so, you know, I'll be with it. Dolphins fans, how much of the draft are you going to watch tonight? How much of the draft are you going to watch tonight? And what is your number one overall pick of something you're going to do other than watch the draft since the Dolphins don't pick tonight? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And tweet at us, at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776. And uh, again, Dolphins fans, what is your plan? How much of this are you going to watch? Because me... I give it a pop, give it a couple of pops, but my priority is Ozark, and then my number two pick is probably the Raptors and the Sixers, okay? 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776, and on Twitter, at KLV1063. This is a luxury, Dolphins fans. This is a luxury, okay? You don't have to lock in tonight. This is a good thing. Let's go to our, our resident Dallas insider. Joe is in Jupiter. Joe is on Ken Levick Alive. Hey, Joe. <laughs> I like the introduction. Thank you. How are y'all? <laughs> What's going on, brother? I got a dilemma tonight as you're talking about who, what are we going to watch. First of all, the Eastern time zone is killing me again tonight because, my gosh, game six with the Mavericks starts at 9 o'clock. And the Cowboys probably don't pick until, like, midnight. I don't yeah. even know. I know. I know. It's picking. it's going to be a marathon. I'm going to be sleepy time by probably pick number 20. But i got to watch because, I mean, I've been hearing whispers all day long from uh, other avenues that uh, the Cowboys are really interested in somehow trading up for hopefully one of those top three receivers is what I'm hoping. Yeah, that's uh, what it feels like. I, and, Joe, I wanted to tell you, too, Stephen Jones, I appreciated him saying that uh, championships aren't won in the offseason two weeks ago. Well, he hasn't been winning championships in the regular season or in the playoffs either. So, if you're the Cowboys, no, when are the championships won? I know, I know. We, uh, he's just like his. I mean, I, uh, but I can't, I can't, I can't sweat it. It, it is what it is. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be with them until I die, pretty much. So uh, You're you know, stuck. It just, it just is what it is. Do the Mavs close we it gotta, out tonight? we got to hope that we – What's that? Do the Mavs close it out tonight? I think they do. I do too. I mean, I think they do. I, I think they just. I think the Utah Jazz have too many internal problems, and I think Rudy Gobert is ready to be out of Utah. Him or Donovan Mitchell, and I think they they just can't stop Luca. The Utah Jazz. I mean, not only do they hate each other now, but they just had an assistant coach, uh, uh, Keon Dooling, who has been arrested. He's been arrested for um, uh, for fraud as part of that that NBA oh, healthcare scheme. So everything just continues to, to snowball for them. And Joe, do me a favor: call Theo on Monday to fight him on Luca versus uh, Giannis again, if you could. Oh my okay? gosh! Yeah, yeah. That, please do. That was maddening. That, yeah, that please was so do. Maddening. I appreciate <laughs> you, Joe. Thank you, buddy. Good luck in the draft tonight. Louis in West Palm. Louis on Kent Levick alive. What's up, Louis? Hey, how you doing, man? Appreciate you having me. Absolutely, man. Is it Lewis or Louis? Because I didn't want to butcher that. I'm. A, I apologize. Uh, Louis is actually actually my nickname, so I'm fine with All that. All right, too. good, perfect. <laughs> Louis, what are you? Are you a Dolphins fan? I'm a Dolphins fan, and I'm gonna tell you what Dolphins fans are doing down okay. down here in South Florida on draft night. We're watching 
to see, you know, who will be the top ten. And after that, we good because we already had our draft picks with yep. the free agency mm-hmm. that, yep. that we signed already. So, exactly. you know, we just waiting and, 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 and waiting for our tickets so we can see the game That's and right. see our new players. So. L- Louis, I meant it. The heavy lifting's been done. You deserve to kick your right. feet up. The front office did the job. Appreciate you, Louis. Dolphins fans, are you watching the draft tonight? If so, how much time are you giving it? And what's your number one overall pick and things you're doing other than watching the draft? Because me, I'll pop in on the draft. But Ozark, Ozark, new season, Netflix, that's my number one pick. That's my number one pick as a Dolphins fan on what I'm doing other than watching the draft tonight. 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776. And you can tweet at us at KLV1063. When we return, could it really happen? Could it really happen? Could the Sixers be forced into a Game 7? It's a dino dance party when we return. He's still in the Bannowitz Friday Night Lights. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. Oh, it is. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaBecca Live on ESPN 106.3. Joe and Jupiter and a couple of other people messaged me about Ozark. I think I got some people unnecessarily excited. I still haven't seen part one of the final season. I haven't seen the first half of the final season. The second half of the final season doesn't come out for like a month and a half, I think. So no, I... I this is the Ozark that I believe you've already seen. The this is this is cover your ears if you haven't seen it or you're behind. Uh, once they return from Mexico, okay, you'll know what I'm talking about if you see Ozark. This is the episodes after that. This isn't like the the last part of the last season. So don't get crazy. Don't get crazy. I'm behind on the final season. Okay, that's it. But that's why I need to watch tonight instead of the entire draft. Because the Dolphins don't have a pick. Yeah, the draft's giving you some time to catch up on your show. Right, exactly. And I appreciate that as an old, washed man. We're presented by... The FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Visit fau.edu slash MBA sport. If you're like me and you're an old, washed man, or you're young and athletic, or you just start to feel some pain in your ankle or in your feet, well, you need help. Why let that go? And there are experts in the field right there at Baptist Health Orthopedic Care. Their team of foot and ankle orthopedic surgeons and specialists are regarded as leaders in their specialty. Visit baptisthealth.net slash orthocare to learn more today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians and leading-edge treatments and technology to provide advanced orthopedic foot and ankle joint replacement spine and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealth.net slash orthocare For more information today, Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash orthocare. Tonight in Toronto, it is an unlikely game six between the Raptors and the Sixers. Is it possible that Doc Rivers can continue to fail with his team on the verge of a closeout? He is a consummate closeout loser as a head coach. It's incredible. I mentioned the other day, seven of his last eight opportunities to close out a series, they've taken an L. (laughs) And meanwhile, the Heat, we're just sitting here sitting pretty. Everything is great. Resting up, feeling good. Didn't have Jimmy, didn't have Kyle. Rolled through the Hawks. Light work. I I don't even care who comes out of this series at this point because the Raptors were a tough matchup for the Heat in the regular season. The Sixers... 
are the quote-unquote title contender, but I know what I'm rooting for, and that's a game seven. I want all the legs to be heavy. I want all the legs to be tired. Let's have a dino dance party. Our official song for the Toronto Raptors, at least through tonight. If it goes to a game seven, more dino dance parties. But let this hit. Let's go, Nick Nurse. This is probably what Nick Nurse listens to pregame. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's an angry dinosaur. No team ever before has lost an NBA playoff series up 3-0. Never before. Never. never. And the Raptors have a chance to push this to seven on their home floor in front of those ravenous fans in Toronto. Drake will be there. Drake will be there. Oh, yeah. Is Van Van Vliet uh, playing tonight? He's doubtful. Doubtful? Doubtful. So I'd assume he steps on the court, whether it's limited minutes or starts. He's going to be out there. It's all hands on deck, yeah. It has to be. Please, Raptors, get this done. Force a game seven. What are you telling telling Pascal Siakam? Take that ass. No, sick him. Oh, is that what I'm saying? You said yesterday. Sorry. Sick him, Siakam. Sick him, Siakam. (laughs) I'm glad you remembered. I'm just so used to telling the Heat to take the Hawks' ass. Sick'em, Siakam. <laughs> so hopefully our Dino Dance Party doesn't have to be retired after tonight. I believe in a Game 7. Again, I don't care who comes out of it. But I know I'm praying for a Game 7. I'm weak legs. I'm weak legs, heavy legs, feel like lead. Joel's finger ligament Joel's all finger busted up. Joel's finger just hanging off of his hand. Mm-hmm. A useless digit. Give Harden time now, to I eat some it, more food. I don't want it any further hurt, but what I'm saying is I just I want it worked. Yeah. James Harden, yeah. Putting down the uh, the hoagie. Maybe he'll put in 10, 11 minutes tonight. Like, th- he's the guy tonight. He's got to step up. Like This is legacy stuff for James Harden tonight. That's a fact. Doc and James Harden, the combination between them two and their narratives are playing a big role tonight. Could you imagine if it goes to a Game 7, the mental block the Sixers are going to have heading home after what took place last year against uh, the Hawks with Ben Simmons? That's what blew it up. Wow. Was the Game 7 loss to the Hawks? You're right. Oh, man. So good. Well, hopefully we hear that again tomorrow. Maybe if you're not, not the people listening, but I got to... I got to say, it's got a nice beat with some really scary dinosaurs. Just real quick, the first part, it bangs. Like that, right off the bat. It ain't bad. It ain't bad. And there's a reason it's got almost 100 million views, even though that's... Yeah. Let's crank it a little bit longer. Hotter. Higher. Yeah. That's good. After drinking at the Cheesecake Factory and gorging yourself on $630 of Woo! Cheesecake Factory menu, go to the club in Vegas and let this ride. Yes, sir. <laughs> oh, God. Um, by the way, Doc Rivers was asked about his failures in closeouts and not being able to win series in particular. Him on three different occasions being up 3-1 and going, Pfft. and here was his pretty defensive response to it yesterday. Uh, but I wish y'all would tell the whole story with me, all right? Um, my Orlando team is the AC. No one gives me credit for getting up against the Pistons who won the title. That was an AC. Go look at that. That was 2003. The Pistons did not roster. win the title. I, I dare you to go back and look at that roster, and you would say, what a hell of a coaching job. Really? I mean, um, the Clipper team that we lost 3-1. Chris Paul didn't play in the first two games. 
and was playing on one leg. Um, and we didn't have home court. And then the last one, to me, is the one we blew. That's the one I said, we blew that. And now it was in the bubble. And anything can happen in the bubble. There's no home court. Game seven would have been in L.A., you know. Um, but it just happens. So I would say with me, some of them is we got, I got to do better always. I always take my own responsibility. Uh, and then some of it is circumstances happen. You know, this one, let's win it, and we don't have to talk about it. So he's trying to defend his legacy, but in the process, it more sounded like, you see how crappy those rosters were? <laughs> see how bad my players were? My collection of guys were? They were lucky that I got them to that point. I deserve credit. That's not exactly confidence-inducing if you're a Sixers fan that now is the time that Doc's going to get defensive about his closeout game record They're or nervous. about his 3-1 series advantage record. He's panicking. It's sort of panicky. By the way, Joe and Jupiter, now our Ozark insider, the final batch of final season episodes actually comes out tonight, okay? So, good. Now that we've clarified that, enjoy the draft. For Stone Labanowitz Friday Night Lights, I'm Ken Levick, and we've been live on ESPN 106.3.